The Oregon College Savings Plan can help fund your child's dreams and ideas. But it's not just for college. It's also the trade school savings plan and the books and materials savings plan, even the room and board savings plan. With fewer educational expenses to think about, your kids can focus on what matters, their future. Start saving today to support your child's tomorrow. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. A airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. What up, what up? It's Chayton and I. It's Ryan. We're over here talking about sports. Coming through. Oh yeah, what it do? Me and Ryan coming through talking about sports. Yeah, Chayton. Ryan, Chayton. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Chayton. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, 85 yards. 85 yards. Coming through with 85 yards. Gonna run the football. Gonna do real good. Gonna talk about sports like you know we should. 85 <laughs> yards. What's up, buddy? Oh man, Dude, is that I, better? I completely forgot <laughs> about that from last week's because, like, I didn't, I didn't have a chance to like do anything with it, and mm. so like, now that you just did that, <clears throat> I I have to go back and either that one or or whatever happened last <laughs> week, uh, and figure out like the intro song to make tr- whatever you're doing. <laughs> I can't wait to hear these plugs. <laughs> like that you're like dropping in and stuff. Yeah. Like it's for it's that. gonna be phenomenal. Just oh, know that. Amazing. Well it's gonna be different every week because I you know and for those of you who know this is 85 yards if that wasn't if that wasn't mm. clear. Right. Uh, I mean it wasn't uh, it wasn't very clear. It wasn't clear. This is 85 yards uh sports talk show bringing this conversations from the bar. To your speakers, Chayton and I, Ryan McClency. I mm. can't read worth a shit, so we're just going to go <clears throat> off the cuff for these intros. How are you, my friend? Yeah, if you couldn't tell, that was uh, not rehearsed or <laughs> planned in any way, shape, or form from nope. Che Booty Nye, which as, as only Booty the Kid can do, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely. I mean, it's flawless. You know, I what was it in the office when he was like explaining? He was like, sometimes I'll just start a sentence and I don't know where it's going and I hope I find (laughs) it along the way. Like that's that's definitely me. Yeah, Um, that's definitely me. So (laughs) how goes it, buddy? Starting your week out. It's good, man. Uh, New job. Yeah. uh, New workflow and trying to figure everything out during the day. But uh, definitely very busy. But good busy, so can't really complain too much. Getting, getting some work 
done during the day, which is uh, very different from the last eight months for the large part. So right. uh, I'm, I'm excited. But what about you, man? How's it been? Same here, man. Just super busy. Super, super. This time of year always is like that. It seems like as fall turns into winter, winter is coming. Um, you know, as that kind of happens, it, this is my busiest time of the year. So, but other than that, good, man. Good. Ready to talk some, ready to talk some sports and some wham, bam, lamb, bam, bam, wham, nam, jam. <laughs> wham, lemma, ding, dong. Wham, lemma, uh, lemma, <laughs> ding, dong. <laughs> um, do you know what I was actually thinking about? Like earlier today, as I was, as I was going through and like putting together wham, mm-hmm. um, I was like, man, there's not like. You know, I've got plenty, obviously, for college football. I've got plenty for NFL. You know, other than that, I mean, the World Series is going on, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But then I was like, man, there's not really anything else to to talk about. Other than football. Unless I'm saying, like, okay, well, in a few weeks, you know, here in November... In December, we're going to have the NBA is going to come back and like all this kind of shit. But it's like, okay, well, I could do that next week, too. So, right. It's not really it doesn't actually matter until it's closer to it. It's just happening. So it doesn't actually matter yet. And we talk about only what actually matters. Right. But that to me, this part of the year is always what actually matters because it's just football. And it's just like, oh, it's just mm, such a me. Yeah, just all the football. Well, and it's like a weird time because like October, November, December is typically when college basketball in the NBA starts. Like, think about it. Usually Halloween night's like the first start of the NBA season, usually. Um, So, you know, how the schedule works out. And so we kind of got spoiled. Like, it was just weird. Like, August and September was like every sport, like, going on at once. And now we're going to have to wait. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, college basketball is still planning on starting, like, November, end of November, December, right? Yeah, November 25th. And the the NBA draft is the 18th. Yeah. I mean, that's coming up. We've got the Masters the weekend of the 12th. Um, Masters. I mean, there's stuff coming. It's just, like, it's still a ways away that it's, Mm -hmm. like, I can't. It doesn't actually matter right now. So I was like, man, it's just football right now. And I love that. I love it. I wish it I wish it was just this all year round. Just football. We we definitely need to figure out how we could get football six months a year because it's so sad, dude. We're gonna blink and it's gonna be gone in January. Mm-hmm. Like we're two we've get two and a half, three months really with the playoffs left of it but it just I, i'm always just sad we get five months of wonderment and seven well, months and off. one of those months is half of it there is no football. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're just waiting on it like, yeah, yeah exactly you're just waiting <clears throat> so i don't know Agreed. but anyways what are you it's drinking Good, i am uh i'm drinking uh i'm drinking a nice little dasani i've uh i'm like i said feeling a little under the weather last week your boy fully recovered, so just taking it easy. We will partake in the festivities. Bringing the, bringing the conversation from the bar to your <laughs> to your speakers and sipping on drink fucking water. <laughs> sipping on water. I got my pinky out there. Hey, listen, you got the you got the straight stuff for us. What are you drinking yeah, on, brother? I'm double fisting over here. Good, putting it in for so, me. Putting in that work. I had to do this with you on the show because uh, the there is only one reason why I bought this whiskey. Ooh. Okay, so I've got two different whiskeys here. One that's like actually one that I bought because I thought it would be good. And mm. then the other one 
was realistically only because Ohio State played on Saturday. Okay. So this whiskey is, is it like called, made from Buckeyes? Like it's, it's like triple more. <laughs> it's peanut butter whiskey. Okay. Okay. It's called Squirrel because <laughs> you know nuts. Um, right. Right. <laughs> I love nuts. I don't like flavored stuff. I don't like flavored liquor really that much. So I was I questioned it, but then I was like, you know what? We're making Buckeye bars on Saturday for the well, before Saturday. I was like, but we're going to have them for the game. So I've got me a nice little Buckeye Ooh. bar. You know, see what you do. Just take a bite from the Buckeye bar or or sip first, you know, whichever whichever flow you want to do it. Don't matter. Don't matter. Mm, don't matter. You, you know? can do whatever. Whatever but you, you just, do. Do bite in a drink, drink in a bite. You just take a little bite. Mm. <laughs> take a little sip. <laughs> that looked so good. It's just peanut butter on peanut butter on chocolate. Damn. Mm. You know what I do typically whenever I eat a Reese's? I just, I'm, this is the level of fat ass that I am. I'll literally just let it sit in my mouth and let the heat from my mouth like, like melt it. And then I'll just oh sit God. there like, yeah. and it's, it's so like, I feel like a dog when you put a treat on the end of their snout and they just sit there and let it wait. Like, cause I just sit there and let it melt and I'm like, oh, it's going to be so good. That's, uh, <clears throat> I'm on that level. Jayden also used to level. do a lot of uh, other questionable things when it came when, to sweets. <laughs> are you, I particular. think I know what you're talking about and I will, I will go ahead and say <clears throat> it. Uh, in college, I went through a phase where <laughs> I would just take, I would just take butter <laughs> and cinnamon sugar and I would eat it. And the heartburn, I felt like a dragon afterward. I could breathe fire um, from the uh, from the heartburn that that gave me. That used to be a a midnight snack that your uh, your boy would definitely uh, partake in. So when it comes to correct me if I'm wrong, but you also used to take um, oh god, the little individual say? like like Hershey's and Dove little candies, you know? Oh yeah, and and just dip them in a container of of peanut butter. Oh, I totally did that. Hell, I still do that. I'm kind of proud. But that's just that's just like like you could you could make it nice, you know. Like or hell, you could just buy a fucking Reese's cup. <laughs> but, but instead, you just yeah. straight up just bachelor pad living. It's okay. So actually, uh, have you ever, have you watched Ted Lasso yet? No, I have not. I told you to watch it. You need to watch it because you, you tell me to watch will it. fucking love it. Um, it's okay. got, uh, Jason Sudeikis is the main character. Okay. And he's, Solid. he was the head football coach at Wichita State and like brought them to like Shockers. a D2, D2, like you know, national championship or whatever. <clears throat> and he's like known for getting his, being like this player's coach, you know? Mm. Well, this soccer team in England hires him to be their head football coach. <laughs> And he has no idea about football or anything like that, but he's just this good old Southern boy, like, and it's just Jason Sudeikis, and it's hilarious. But there's one thing that he does, and it made me think of you the second that it happened. But he said he just leaves a tub of peanut butter open on his counter in his kitchen, 
so that whenever he walks by, he can just take a scoop out right of his finger <laughs> and just eat it. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's why just, not? And, Easy and access. Have people over, and he's just like, he just points it to him, and he's like, you want some? You want some? You want this right here? And like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> nah, nah. I don't want the community. Finger, so. I don't want the community <laughs> peanut butter gob gob bucket. Yeah, like, Jaden would have that. I feel. I'm like. gonna do that so. whenever I start entertaining. I'm just gonna keep <laughs> open like Nutella and like oh, and peanut just butter. Take one of each. And then yeah. Just hey, no double dipping. Mix them together. One, <laughs> right. one finger. Which on one each. is your Nutella finger? Which one is your peanut butter finger? Yes, Jif and Nutella. Yes. So, it's the best time of the day. You see, we coming through to history. Yeah, yeah. Gonna get cam. Hey, it's what, 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 wham. Gonna get cam. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't Dude, know. I'm, 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 uh. Oh, Chayton. What are we gonna do with you? Yeah. That's I think that's perfect. I think one take what we, Timmy. What are we gonna do with you? Oh. So what actually matters? Oh, sorry about that. Whammy. Ohio State, despite a slow start, turned it all the way around and beat North beat Nebraska. Northwestern almost said that. Mm-hmm. That's later. Same thing. Uh, beat Nebraska fifty two to seventeen behind a near perfect day from the one and only Justin Fields. Wham. 20 of 21 for 276 and two touchdowns. Also added on, what, 54 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty solid day for, for the old uh, gunslinger there. Wisconsin football will have to forever live there. 45 to 7 beat down of Illinois, uh, during which the new quarterback, Graham Mertz, shined. It's great. He was fantastic. Five touchdown passes. Then he got COVID. Whammy! And so now he's going to miss the next <laughs> three games. <laughs> so uh, short-lived, short-lived uh, reign there, Graham. Damn. Clemson won. Alabama won. Life goes on. Wham, bam, thank you, fam. Uh, after a dull performance last week, Notre Dame cruised against Pitt 45-3. The Okies. Okie Oaks. Improve to 4-0. After beating number 17, Iowa State, 24-21. Whammy! Number nine, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Cincinnati. Say that with See, me. It number sounds weird. Cincinnati. What's weirder, number nine, Cincinnati, or number 22, Marshall? <laughs> Don't worry, I get, like, there. I get there later. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> number nine, Cincinnati. Beat down number 16, SMU, 14, or 42-13. to 13. Wham, bam, hotline. The U narrowly escapes... The V, Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to a strong third quarter, North Carolina beat NC State. Wake Forest upset Virginia Tech 23-16. That team up north rose the boat to a W at Minnesota. Final there was 49-24. Get you a Lamberger, some French fries! Who's your daddy, Penn State? It's Indiana. Despite being outgained 488 to 211. Indiana gets the victory at home, upsetting the Nittany Lions 36-35 in overtime by the thinnest of margins. Almost a whisker, if you will. As for this weekend, though not a ton of mouth-watering matchups, we do have a battle of unbeatens, though. Indiana at Rutgers. Whammy! 
So yeah, that's the an exciting, exciting game. But Texas does play in Stillwater against the conference leading Oklahoma State Okies. We've got Oklahoma ranked again, but they take on Texas Tech and Lubbock, so could it be three? We'll see. Does somebody need a ambulance? And the matchup of the week, though slightly deflated, will be number 18, Penn State, hosting number three, Ohio State. Big time matchup. Big time matchup. We'll talk about it here in a sec. Oh, sorry about that whammy. (laughs) Moving on to the NFL, there is one unbeaten team remaining. Sorry, Chayton, but the Pittsburgh Steelers did, in fact, beat the Titans despite almost blowing that lead. Wham, bam, hotline. And the Cardinals also beat the Seahawks, taking out the Seahawks' unbeaten season. Whammy! Both games won by a three-point margin, which we'll also get to here in a second. Yeah. Brownies. My beloved Brownies moved to 5-2 and two after sweeping the Bengals thanks to some late-game heroics by Baker Mayfield and Donovan Peoples-Jones to outshine the late-game heroics by one Joe Burrow. Somebody go the ambulance. The Bills narrowly escape the Jets, but alas, the Jets take the L and remain winless. <laughs> Patriots, they looked bad. Off a bye. The Bucks looked good. (laughs) (laughs) Belichick versus Brady saga continues. Wham, bam, thank you, fam. And in some non-game news, Antonio Brown signs a deal with with the aforementioned Bucks. Des Bryant signs a deal to be on the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. And free agent Eric Reed declines the opportunity to join the Washington practice squad because who wouldn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh sorry about that whammy <laughs> major league baseball uh the world series is continuing as we speak in game six got it on in the background in the world series update the dodgers have taken a 3-2 series lead losing game four in the oddest way i've ever seen a baseball game end nuts and winning game five behind none other than Clayton Kershaw. And lastly, in the only other news that really matters in the sporting world, Khabib wins. And then he retires. Wham, bam, thank you, fam. Yeah, my my pick wasn't really uh, on... (laughs) Yeah, on, uh, I would have lost that. Did you see that Khabib said that the reason... So Khabib had him, instead of a triangle choke... Gaethje has said many times publicly, he'll never tap. So, like, snap his arm, snap his leg, like, he will not tap. And his parents were in the crowd, and Khabib knew that he wouldn't tap. So, if you watch, he actually set him up for an arm bar, but knew he would have to break his arm to win. So, he instead gave him a triangle choke and just put him to sleep. Because he won't tap either from going unconscious. So, he uh, choked him out. And uh, Yeah, it was a mercy killing. That's exactly what Joe Rogan said. It was a mercy killing. Um, He's the best of all time. John Jones, did you see him going off? John Jones can't talk to me. No, not at all. John Jones can't say shit. Nope. Unless he can stay fucking clean for more than five seconds. I know. I know. To actually fight or, or retain a fucking title. 
then you can't say anything. If you could, then yeah, you would have an argument. I, yeah. I, I would see that argument, but you can't. So shut the fuck up. That's exactly how I feel about John. Snort all the cocaine you want yeah, outside of fight care. camps. Yeah. I don't care. Like, just don't. I'm just tired of getting like all these hyped up matches that feature John Jones. And then the week of, all of a sudden it's canceled and they've got to scramble to try and find another contender because John Jones is out snorting coke. Yeah. Or or do it. He's 100% cycle steroids, like a lot. Yeah, you look at pictures of him, he 100% is on roids. And that's just not fair. You're a cheater. I mean, that's what that is. So, I mean, that's... You know, uh, John should be the GOAT. I think everybody can recognize his talent. And I know Khabib's up there too, but yeah. you always know whenever pe- people let you know how they really feel. And John like had like 12 tweets about like, Khabib's not the GOAT, blah, blah. What are you, are you threatened, son? Are you threatened? Because 28 no or 29 and no. Yeah, you're definitely threatened. So, um, eat this Buckeye bar. Eat the, eat the Buckeye Let's just melt in your mouth and salivate. Yeah. So, couple things. All right, biggest takeaway from the NFL. It kind of hit me while we were going through Wham. The Cowboys, the dumpster fire that has turned into the Cowboys. Did you hear Jerry Jones was on their morning radio show this morning and he told the announcer to shut up? He's like on uh, he's like on their like Dallas mm. morning radio or whatever and he like does this weekly call in on Tuesdays and they were like, "Jerry, Two and five. <clears throat> Nobody looks like in the locker room that they're leading. And he was like, well, you could shut up. Like, he <laughs> tells him that. This morning and, like, later in the interview, he apologized. But, like. You can tell him, Jerry. Yeah. That's. you. <laughs> there. Yeah, exactly. He said, you shut up. You shut like, up. <laughs> and so. But it's the truth, man. The biggest thing that showed that. So, I'm sure you <clears throat> saw the hit on Andy Dalton where they took his soul, yeah. basically. Yeah. My biggest thing is, is that. Football out of all the sports is the biggest, like, are a will sport. Like, there are two words that you don't throw around in football. Soft and quit. Those are the two things. Nobody ever wants to be thought of as soft, and no one ever wants to say that you quit. That was soft as shit. If you let your quarterback get hit like that, and you don't immediately run over and shove him, do something, and just say, like, that shit ain't happening. Like, mm-hmm. I, we can suck. You can beat us all day. You're not going to punk us, though. That and, and I thought it was really—that is devoid of leadership. I mean, if, if you hit my quarterback like that in an illegal—a very illegal manner, whenever he's giving himself up, and you want to hit him in the head like that, like, I'm going to have something to say. So I, that was, it's just indicative of McCarthy doesn't have that locker room. No, I don't think he ever did. I mean, I don't, I don't know that he was even brought on as a head coach to have the locker room because he never had the locker room in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not been known for to be that guy. Like, I think you kind of hope that he didn't have to be that guy because you hope that, like, Dak is the guy, you know, or, right. or Zeke or Amari Cooper, or, you know, somebody on the defense, like, and you just don't have it. And so, like, or you lose players, right? Like, you lose Dak Prescott, so now he's not there. And then, you know, because you're not very good, like, (laughs) Zeke's struggling, and so he's going to be pissed off, you know? And then Cooper's going to be pissed off. Putting the ball in the deck. Yeah, and then you put in Andy Dalton, and he just gets 
fucking blitz. <laughs> like that was that was I mean he went limp. He was Oh, he was he had to be gone bad. for a second. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was bad. And like yeah, it's no I mean it's it's just been I guess that kind of year to say the least, but in all honesty, it's been that kind of decade for for the Cowboys. Agreed. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't finish with Romo, but at least with Romo you had consistency there, right? Like you kind of always knew you were going to be right on that verge. And you played in kind of a shitty division. I mean, dude, that right. division is fucking terrible this year. The worst like, division? You were two and four, and you were in first place. Yeah, the worst division I can remember in the last five years. Like, this is dude, the worst honestly, division in the last five years, for sure. Do you? Okay, so let me ask you this. If the winner of the NFC East is... Six and ten <laughs> come the end of the season. You shouldn't get to play. I'm sorry. Right? Like you should. I right? don't think you should get to. No. When you have, when you have, like, okay. So look at the AFC North, right? AFC North, you got six and zero, oh, five and one, five and two, one and five, and then NFC West, five and one, five and two, five and two, four and three. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's so absurd that you could go. <clears throat> You know, you could win four games in another division. Like, let's say the Cardinals or Rams finish second in that division, mm -hmm. and they're 12 and 4, 11 and 5, and they miss because a team that's 6 and 10 is going to. I would, or, I, I mean, I guess, no like, is, like, if you, here's my thing you were talking about the NFC or the AFC North. If you took the Bengals right now and stuck them in that division, that's the best team in the division. Like, if you could just add the Bengals to the NFC North with the Giants, the Redskins, the oh, Cowboys, yeah. and the Eagles, <clears throat> the Bengals are the best team in that division. And they're one and five, the worst team. Mm -hmm. in that, like, that's how bad the talent discrepancy is. I would take the Bengals against any one of those four teams on a neutral any day of the week in a pick them for sure. Yep. So, <clears throat> you know, I, that's they're terrible. It's really bad. Um, you know, a lot like we said, a lot of close games. That was the other takeaway that I had from the mm -hmm. NFL. You know, the Cowboys were <clears throat> terrible. A lot of close, really good games. Um, really moving forward to in college <coughs> as well. I know you don't like this take. Michigan looked good to me. That was uh, that was kind of the the yeah, story from Saturday. Okay. They did. I know and you I, hate I, it. I I told you before. <laughs> I thought they looked good. Okay, <clears throat> but I didn't think that they looked. So good that all of a sudden now I'm questioning whether or not they're actually like whether they are or are not a good team. Like I kind of assumed they'd be that the same that Michigan always is. Decent enough to lose two games. Decent enough to lose. And I still think you can't even still decent enough. They will be decent enough to lose two games. They'll lose to Ohio State. And this, they'll drop one somewhere. This is the most interesting year for Ohio State and Michigan. I think we're going to roll Penn State this weekend. Michigan's uh, very <laughs> interesting, to say the least. Very interesting to me. I just hope, I really hope that the hype around Joe Milton and this offense and, like, all this shit is, is just continues because it'll just make it that much sweeter. 
when we beat him by 40. I've I've had to hear Joe Milton, people talking like he's the second coming of Montana. He's Cam 2.0. Cam 2.0. Cam 2.0. They've they've already had people on boards calling him Cam Cam Newton 2.0. He's a mix of Cam and like fucking Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and, and like... I don't know, fucking Michael Vick. Like he's just a combination of every amazing quarterback with whatever skill set you need to be an amazing quarterback. He is that. He can run like Lamar. He's got a cannon like Vic. Right. He's the body of Cam Newton. Like, right. yeah, he's just he's everything. He throws for two hundred and forty yards. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, he he is. he looked just like a, a decent quarterback. I was shocked, shocked at their defense looked really good. They they can run the ball. I mean, it's just it's it, it looked like a it looked but different. See, th- those were those were the two things that I assumed they would do this year. Good be able to run the ball and play good. And be able to run the ball because they've got they've got a stable of running backs. Chris I mean, Evans their, their has been there for fifteen years. Their offensive line generally plays well. Like they mm. they are able to produce linemen. You know that's never been in question, and. You know, you, I mean, you still have Don Brown as your defensive coordinator. Like, you're still going to play good enough defense. Right. But you're not going to beat the teams like Ohio State, who play such a unique style of offense, and there's so much to have to cover offensively. I don't know that they match up to a team like that. To a team like Minnesota, where there's one guy on the outside that you really need to cover, mm-hmm. that's that's easier. You know, all you really have to do is have a stud corner or decent enough, like, zone play to be able to take him out. And, like, if you can do that, then what is Minnesota going to do? I, I I agree it's a little bit of how good really is Minnesota. Are they a fake ranked team? Like, should they have been ranked <laughs> at all? Um, having said that, you know, at the same time, Going on the road, primetime game to start the year, 50 points. Like I said, I I still think that they did look, they did uh, look better than I thought they would look. Like, I mean, I thought they were going to lose, I thought they would lose that game. So they looked much better than I thought they would. But I think we have to wait another week at least to see what Minnesota really is. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, or to see what, what, a rivalry game, like I mean, Michigan State obviously losing to Rutgers is uh, a bad omen, but uh, you never know what happens in a game like that. So, who knows? I, I don't see that happening at all. But you know, maybe they digress and then show you what they actually are as a team. Like, I don't know. I I, I won't I won't judge until I've seen at least a little bit more from them. But they definitely did look better than I thought. Yeah. Well. We'll see. We'll see. We uh, that the game's gonna be real interesting here in December. But we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna get back to uh, to an interesting, interesting take here shortly on uh, on who we think the number one overall pick should be this year. Mm. You'll be shocked. Stay tuned. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher, a airplane driver. Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, 
We're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. All right, so you'll go ahead and start this off. Okay. Let's rock through this. Sweet. Take I'll a be break, get to some picks. Yeah, I'll be quick. This I'm gonna be short, be sweet, be in and out. Just like just like just like normal James. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up so well for that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, keep that. Oh, okay. Hello, hello. It's back to the show. Gonna tell you what I think. <laughs> that, that one wasn't as good. Yeah, we're not using that. Don't use that, that one. That one wasn't as good. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, listen, let me preface this by saying I like to think of myself as an Ohio State realist. I love. Ohio State, born and raised. I used to say Eddie George was my brother. I told everybody that. I would go up to random people in the supermarket and just tell them whenever I was super young, hey, Eddie George is my brother. Yeah. Where am I not surprised by that? I told everybody, like, people would say, hey, Chayton, how old are you? I'd say, I'm six. Eddie George is my brother. (laughs) So that's what I said. Love Ohio State. Having said that, I am definitely a realist whenever it comes to uh, Ohio State topics, but I just can't ignore this anymore, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's a lot of talk. Look, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are the two best quarterback prospects that we've honestly seen in probably the last five years, at least. I know Andrew Luck was really highly touted coming out, uh, almost like a can't-miss prospect. Um, these two are far and away. I mean, I've heard a lot of these analysts, like Kuiper was talking about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, like they're potentially the best two prospects we've seen since Elway. That's that's nuts in 20 years. Um, they really seem virtually unbustable. And everybody kind of has been saying, like, okay, Lawrence is probably one, Fields is probably two. Uh, after after Sunday, just so we're clear, we have a 20-game sample size for Justin Fields. Total in his collegiate career, he's played in 20 football games. These are the stats that Justin Fields has put up. 68 completion percentage, 3,800 yards, 47 touchdowns, three interceptions, quarterback rating of 183.5. Now, that's that's just passing. His rushing statistics are 200 carries for 805 yards and 15 touchdowns. When you look at it overall, he's got three picks and four lost fumbles. So seven turnovers in 20 games um, to go along with accounting for 62 touchdowns. So basically 62 touchdowns and seven turnovers. Um, You know, you look at him prototypically, you know, he and Fields both throw very, or sorry, he and uh, Lawrence are, you know, their stats are, are pretty similar, but I would argue, obviously, that Fields moves better than Lawrence, for sure. I think Lawrence is a little bit more polished um, at this point. But, I mean, if you look at Fields' measurables, I mean, 6'4", 230. Kid's got thighs the size of tree trunks, you know. So as far as durability and being sturdy, not really going to have to worry about that. He's not a fragile guy. Throws a beautiful football. I truly feel like... Not only should Justin Fields be the number one quarterback taken 
and the number one overall pick for some lucky team next April. He's the best quarterback in Ohio State history. I don't even think it's close. And the guy's going to do that in two seasons playing with us. I look at Troy Smith. You know, that's somebody that comes to, to mind, you know, three-year starter, Heisman Trophy winner. You know, Troy obviously had the the massive success. Look at Terrell Pryor. That's another one that comes to mind. You know, we've had some pretty good collegiate quarterbacks. None of them even hold a candle to Justin Fields. So should be the number one overall pick, Ohio State's best quarterback ever. I agree with the second part of that. Oh, you don't really. Interesting. So you think he's I Ohio agree. State's best quarterback? <clears throat> yeah, I do. Um, and honestly, like one that you didn't even mention too, JT Barrett. Agreed. But anyways, Justin Fields, for sure. If he comes out and wins a Heisman Trophy and a national title and like just balls the fuck out, then absolutely two years, he is far and away the best Ohio State quarterback. <clears throat> and I will also say that I I do in fact think he is a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Okay. So just let those sink in. For I'm just picking up what you're putting yeah, down. Okay. Now here's here's where I I differ from you though. Okay. I don't think he should be the first overall. Bum bum bum. Feel like you need the like hamster thing, the, where hamster. Like, <laughs> the, the dramatic <laughs> you know? hamster. Yeah, because uh, those things, those things can coexist. You know, you can be a better player than another player at the same position, and not necessarily be taken higher. And I here's why. I think you mentioned it a little bit. I, I do think I think Lawrence is a little bit more polished. He's got more games under his belt. He's got more experience playing in high-pressure situations, particularly national championship games and, uh, like, playoff games, playing mm-hmm. against the Alabamas. You know, he has the leg up there. He's thrown, what, two and a half times more passes than Justin Fields has and has still maintained a... he's So he's thrown 662 of 995 attempts. <laughs> For He's 60, a few more times than Justin. And a half, 66 and a half completion percentage to Justin Fields uh, was it 258 to 375. So the sample size is there to prove consistency over a longer period of time. Um, as well as, I mean, you still don't have somebody that's really like careless with the ball. He's 83 to 14 touchdown to interception ratio. He started last season really poorly. But he, people forget, he threw like 24 touchdowns to zero interceptions to finish that year. Like, he had eight in the first six weeks or something like that and then didn't throw another pick the rest of the year. Like, And if you remember, that was whenever he was, it was Kelly Bryant and him, and they were fighting back and forth on getting playing time. So, no, yeah. last year. No, last year. That would have been No, no, no. Two, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, two years not, ago. Yes, I was talking about last year, before oh, okay. en route to the, to the playoff. Yes. Can, yes, right. Because um, he did not play well to start last year at all. He was No. Like, I mean, he virtually had like a one-to-one touchdown interception ratio or some shit. But, um, no, I think he, he just has – you have a, a better sample size to gauge him on. Um, he's taller. He's 6'6". 
220. Like, looks like sunshine. Yeah, he looks like sunshine. And, you know, who doesn't like Remember the Titans? (laughs) Um, But I don't know. I I still think that when all is said and done, Justin Field is a better quarterback. Just based on watching and like the progressions and how he's able to keep plays alive and how he's able to just maneuver and make every single throw on the field. Whereas I think Trevor Lawrence kind of has a benefit where he, he plays a lot of really bad teams <laughs> a lot of times, you know. Um, I don't love either of their situations, so I don't envy them. You said lucky to person who's taken first overall, but that's looking like it's going to be the Jets. And that's a good, yeah, that's that actually is a good point. They would probably so. behoove both of them to potentially just be like, nope, not going to pull an Eli. Honestly, that was the smartest thing. I mean, it, look like a dick in the time whenever it happened. But if he like <clears throat> worked out pretty well for the two times Super Bowl, I mean, Rivers never yeah. won a title. So, you know, that's what it comes down to. I think it's, I think it's an interesting <clears throat> take because I understand what you're saying of like, it's almost like Lawrence is in a way because he's been a starter for a few years, having a really bad start to last season and showing he can play out mm. of that kind of like, lets you know, like, he probably is a little bit more polished. And, like, even if there are ups and downs, like, he's almost a little bit more of the sure thing. I guess just, and that's, and I know we feel similar on that. Like, yeah, I think Justin's probably, overall, like, I could see Justin definitely having a better career. Like, I... I, Honestly, like, and this is shitty. But (laughs) I I think, I think a lot of, and I won't say a lot of it, but I do think that, that there is a, the idea of he's the prototypical NFL white quarterback. Whereas yeah. Justin Fields is a little bit more, he's that kind of newer, um, he's going to play more like a uh, Patrick Mahomes or a Russell Wilson or a um, even even a Joe Burrow. Like yeah, Joe Burrow Joe, is not a prototypical a NFL quarterback, you know, like... Um, he doesn't he doesn't make like the NFL execs say like this is this is the guy that has won in our league for years and years and years because they're so set in it has to be a specific way and so i think there is a, a level of kind of just they're not willing to take that chance on what's new and where the league is actually going i i think that's a really good distinction because yeah pocket passer quarterbacks you've got to be really elite nowadays if that's all you're going to do a lot of the older guys like Roethlisberger Rivers Mm -hmm. Brady like all of these guys that just are amazing throwers of the football but can't move worth a shit right I think you're even kind of seeing now where it's like you don't have to be like it was a little bit of a shift to like oh we want mobile quarterbacks Mm -hmm. but now it's like the the Answer is always usually getting hurt. (laughs) Exactly. Everybody, nobody can stay safe. I think the answer usually when you have two different opinions is usually almost always somewhere in the middle. And where Burrow, Fields, Mm -hmm. Wilson, and Mahomes, it's like we can run, and you need to respect us being able to run, but we don't want to run. Yeah, like not at all. Exactly. I mean, Lawrence can run too. Like Lawrence is not a shabby runner. But that's why they're both just so damn good. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? 
In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Boys, you know what time it is. It's time to get make some money here. Um, we'll kind of walk a little bit through. Uh, Ryan and I, pretty good week, head to heads. Not really going to toot my own horn a little too much, but toot-a-loot-a-loot. Trayton has, uh, he's blasted my asshole. <laughs> Ryan came out the weeks. gates. Ryan came out the gates whipping me. I didn't <clears throat> want to talk about picks. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm losing, blah, blah, blah. And then Trayton <laughs> caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, um, seven and one in the last two weeks. Seven and one last two weeks. 13 and seven overall record. Six and three in head-to-heads against Ryan. That's what I'm more proud of. But listen, we're not going to sit here and gloat on last week's winners. We're going to give you new winners. Yeah, we're going to give you new winners this week. Here are my picks. So, Lions plus three. Home against the Colts. What a debacle Atlanta has been this year. But consequently, Ryan and I were talking a little bit off the air. Five very winnable games for the Lions here. And at three and three... You get on a little bit of a rip, go four and one, right back in the division hunt. I think that they're coming home high off that big win against Atlanta. They're coming home, getting three points. Give me that all day. Uh, Definitely going to take, when looking at it here, definitely going to take San Francisco plus three um, against the Seahawks. Uh, I think that terrible, terrible Seahawks defense has been overshadowed by how amazing Russell's been um, start the year. Definitely like San Francisco, you know, kind of getting back on track. Travel has me a little nervous, flying to Boston, coming back home, going up to Seattle. A little bit nervous on the travel, but at the same time, I think they get it done. We'll take the three there. Um, How do you not take? How do you not take the Jets getting 19 and a half? Ryan and I said it the best when we Mm. were going over our picks. Ryan was just shaking his head, just going, it's just too many points. Sometimes it's it's that simple. Just fucking disrespect. Sometimes it's that simple. And well, listen, the Jets, haven't, the Jets are bad. Don't get me wrong, but that's just disrespectful. That's just <laughs> come on now. Nineteen and a half. Good lord. Interesting stat: NFL teams, and I know it's nineteen and a half, but NFL spreads of twenty or more points, one and six all time. Take the points. History tells us that. And listen, hold <laughs> your nose. I'm gonna hear it for all week. Hold your nose and take it. Giants plus ten and a half at home on Monday night against. Tampa. Uh, I don't like it either. Kind of the same philosophy. Everybody's going to say, oh, the Giants suck. Tom Brady, good. They're going to definitely win. They are definitely going to win. Ten and a half is the key number. I can see a landing right on ten. Well, we get the hook. That's a winner in my book. So that's what I got, Rizzle. Got the hook. It's a winner in my book. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> so I uh, had a, a little bit slower of a week last week. Mm-hmm. Ended up being two and two uh, with two also head-to-head losses, of course, to Jay, Jay Booty. Mm-hmm. Nystradamus over here. <clears throat> and thanks to fucking, I won't even say Todd Gurley, because <laughs> him scoring that touchdown was honestly like, <laughs> I needed that to yeah. cover. <clears throat> and so I was like, hell yeah, just get a stop. It was that fucking bomb of a pass. The holiday. The fucking holiday. 
Like, Jesus. You, you just got all you have to do is just not give up a long play like that. That's it. That's all you yeah. have to do if you're the Falcons. <clears throat> and then, of course, last play of the game, because that was the second last play of the game. TJ Hawkinson just wide the fuck open. But, anyways, my picks this week as Ooh. I sit at 13, 9, and 1, 3 and 6 in head to heads. Still pretty good record. Still good record. Good record. You go thir- you give me Over thirteen and nine. So yeah, I'll take that any day solid. of the week. Um, but I also have Detroit plus three versus Indy. Um, I've gone against Detroit enough times this season. Uh, I just think learning, learning. I like it. again at home. Yes, um, Indy has played pretty poorly. They're making my preseason pick look worse and worse by the week. <clears throat> So we'll see what happens coming off the bye, but I do like Detroit plus three in that game. Um, I too like the Jets plus nineteen and a half. <laughs> just at too many Kansas points. City, just too many points. Uh, if you can lose by nineteen and still cover, uh, you, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm just gonna take you. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Yeah, gonna take I like. You. I like that. You're a professional team. I don't care how bad you are. You can still at least cover nineteen. Mm. Um. Especially with how close the games have been, give it to me. Uh, and they didn't. They also, and uh, we talked about this earlier. They didn't. They played really well against uh, Buffalo. Last they weekend, did. So um, that they did. Speaking of Buffalo, Ooh. I've got New England plus three and a half at Buffalo. New England, say what you will, but they know how to beat the teams in their own division. That's just it. Bill Belichick knows it. Um, the Bills know it. They struggled against the Jets of all teams, and I don't think as poorly as New England played last week, I don't think a Bill Belichick coach team will play that poorly against the same concept as Nick Saban. You know, I don't expect a Nick Saban coach team to play poorly in back-to-back weeks. I don't expect the same from Bill Belichick. Agreed. I also think that that Cam knows he's got some pressure. Cam said it oh, yeah. in radio interviews. Like, if I play like that again, that change is going to be permanent. So, job. yeah, he knows. He knows he'll come play way better. Stidham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he knows, and I like that growth and self awareness from Cam. That like, hey, I got to get it together. Like, I like well, that. Look, when you're playing on a one million dollar contract, oh, you know the time to you, go. You got you got to take care of business. Right. Agreed. Um, and then my last pick, Pittsburgh <laughs> plus three and a half at Baltimore. Which coincidentally <laughs> will also be a head-to-head. Yes, this week, Chayden obviously taking Baltimore minus three and a half coming off the bye. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Look, here's my philosophy behind it: they lose by a field goal, and you cover. That's it. I think these are. I think these teams are are both. Uh, <clears throat> they both play the same style of game. It's always and, close between Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And it's always too. close. They're always the top two in the division, unfortunately, for my Browns. But I think it's still going to be a close game. You also don't have Mark Ingram for this game. Um, the Steelers are pretty healthy, all things considered, and both teams have been playing defense like no other. So... I like Pittsburgh coming off a big win at Tennessee, remaining undefeated after that game. Um, 
going into Baltimore, so I like it. Okay. Yeah, We've head to head. Other all head I need is Lamp. All I need is Lammy J. Give me Lammy J. Number eight. I'm so low on Lam- Lamar Jackson. Don't call him Lammy J again. Lammy J. Don't right. ever. We've got two other head-to-heads <laughs> in uh, college football this week because why not? Why not? Why not? I told Trayton I had some some picks from college that I that I liked. Side note: one that's not on here. I like Boston College plus thirty-one. Just say thirty-one. A lot of points. Boston College has been playing pretty good. They're no slouch compared to like the Syracuses of the world or the Georgia Techs of the world. So Jeff Halfley is going to come in there and have them boys ready. So just watch it. It's going to be it's going to be less than thirty. It'll be twenty eight, but it'll be less than thirty one. <laughs> you cash if it's twenty eight. <laughs> it's right. Um, other head to heads we have. Uh, I like Kansas State plus three and a half uh, going to West Virginia. Some disrespect, some very big disrespect from uh, Vegas, I guess, right? Vegas? Yeah. Line opened at three and a half. It really hadn't moved from there. So that's Vegas. Being 16th in the country, you're going to a West Virginia team and you're going to be an underdog? Shoot. Give me the years, baby. I'll take that. Got a team that beat uh, fucking Oklahoma, a good Oklahoma offense. Not defense, but a good Oklahoma offense. (laughs) I'll take that. So, uh, needless to say, Che Booty has his hometown, West Virginia. Give me the ears, baby. Gross. Don't say that again. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I also like Arkansas plus twelve at Texas A and M. Like, uh, I'm going to take Texas A and M. Everybody knows I love Texas A and M. I have an affinity for them. So, yeah, I'm going to be. <laughs> On Texas A&M, but ultimately it was just because Ryan has one side and I want the other. So we want some, we want action on this show. That's kind of where we'll leave it. Like the Patriots have whenever you walk out, do your job. Here at 85 Yards, me and Ryan, always doing our job. We got like 10 jobs. We got like 20 jobs, mm. 30 jobs, 20, 30, I so many jobs. I got so many jobs. I, get, I, can't, I can't do a good Donald Trump impression. Yeah. Uh, so many, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, many so many jobs. Yeah, it's wonderful. We're the best jobs. <laughs> the best jobs. Got all the jobs. <laughs> oh, all right. This has been 85 Yards. This is Chayton I with Brian McClincy. Our buddy and boobs. Talk to you later. Talk to you later, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. Uh, airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. 
Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.